Mississippi River, she's a gold grind. The interest is up and the stock market's down, and you're only getting mugged if you go downtown. I live back in the woods, you see. A woman and the kids and the dogs and me. Got a shotgun, a rifle, and a four-wheel drive, and a country boy can survive. Country folks can survive. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Let's Talk Wrestling podcast. As always, I'm your host, Kelby Bachman. The song you just heard is Country Boys Can Survive by Hank Williams Jr., and it is also the walkout song for the next guest on the show, Ben Lehman. Ben was one of the most electric 215-pounders I saw when I was growing up. The pace he wrestled with was was unlike anything we had seen from bigger guys back in the day, and he was just absolutely fearless. Ben went to Independence High School and didn't start wrestling until he was a freshman. Two short years later, he would win a state title at 215 pounds. He would wind up finishing runner-up the next year at state to wrap up his high school career. Ben now lives on a beautiful piece of land outside Hanover, Illinois. He manages a seed stock operation with around 400 cattle and is also on the Illinois Beef Association. So please sit back, relax, and enjoy Ben Lehman. One of the most exciting 215 pounders I remember growing up. That I remember watching, you know, um, that's cause I didn't know any better. Kelby. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. I didn't, I didn't start wrestling until I was a freshman in high school. I thought I read that. So that's, you know, interesting yeah. to, to touch on, you know, that yeah, to be honest, I mean, the first, probably the first 10 matches of varsity. I wasn't sure who won the match until the referee held somebody's hand up. <laughs> really? When did you wrestle varsity? As a freshman. I got, right away. I got thrown right into the thick of things. Wow. And a program like independence. Wow. Yeah. We were a little light on upper weights when I was a freshman, sophomore, but then uh, the class behind me had quite a few in my class. I mean, we had quite a few bigger guys, but mm-hmm. and then similarly, it was a class ahead of me. Mm-hmm. He was always a staple, but yeah, what? I was eight and I was two fifteen. Mm-hmm. So as a freshman, I weighed like 190, 192. <laughs> I really have to cut weight to go to eighty nine. Mm-hmm. But we had a senior that was one hundred and ninety some pounds as well, mm-hmm. so he'd kind of decide who he wanted to wrestle on Monday or Tuesday or whatever, and then I'd have to fill in either 190 or 215 or 189 really so you probably had to be around 189 the whole time because you didn't know which way you were going to go so you couldn't bulk up a little bit even if you wanted to nope no i was on full feed and still only weighed (laughs) that was one thing when i when i joined the wrestling team my coach doyle he's like you need to come out for wrestling i'm like i don't want to cut weight he's like you don't have to cut weight you can eat all you want Okay. That, that was it. That I mean, that was the conversation to get you to go out your freshman year. No, uh, actually, the basketball coach pissed me off. So, <laughs> really, were you going out for? Were you out for basketball then? And you're a basketball guy, and then just so as a eighth grader going into 
freshman year, I played up a couple grades for summer league. And one of my best friends was moving to Benton community mm-hmm. rival school. Oh yeah. Our basketball coach wanted to kick him off the basketball team. I said, if you do that, I'm not ever playing basketball for you again. And they wouldn't let him play with our summer league. So I never played basketball. again. <laughs> wow. Best thing that ever happened. <laughs> I guess so. Dang. That's crazy. Yep. And so what you just like, did you know you were going to wrestle or did you just not play basketball? And then wrestling just like Doyle just kind of, well, that, that was in the summer. And then of course, somehow I got put in Doyle's math class fall <laughs> semester. Mm-hmm. I, I had friends that were wrestlers and i went to a couple meets of theirs. It was really as an eighth grader, like the first year it was really going and seeing the atmosphere and in the independence gym mm-hmm. at a wrestling meet, just a dual meet. Mm-hmm. Like Dalbert was a freshman and it was a big deal that he beat. I don't even remember who he was wrestling or the team they were wrestling or anything. I just loved the atmosphere. And then Andy O'Laughlin was one of my really good friends. We grew up together playing baseball, mm-hmm. football, everything. He's like, you need to come out. I think you could, you could start and you could be good at it. Really? And you had, you had no idea what the sport was. You're like, sure. I'll give it a shot. And yeah, just fell in love with it or. Yep. What, what was it about it? I like that you couldn't depend on anybody else. Mm-hmm. You, you couldn't blame anybody else. Yeah. And my dad's kind of always like, you're going to do it for yourself and whatever. Mm-hmm. There's nobody to look at. There's nobody fault but your own. Mm-hmm. I, I liked about it. It was one-on-one and no excuses. Yeah. And so did you, you played football, obviously it sounds like. You know, did, um, so that was a probably a nice – did you feel like football kind of helped you with your wrestling a little bit? I know a lot of people say wrestling helps with football, but did your football help you with your wrestling? Uh, I don't know. I think they go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. More, the more you hear about athletes today and they're like, well, you need to be a three- or four-sport athlete, I wouldn't have gone back. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't go back and only focus on one because I loved football equally as much as wrestling. Mm-hmm. But when football was over, I was ready for football to be over. And when wrestling got over, I was ready for wrestling to be over. Mm-hmm. Like the next thing, this is their long seasons. I mean, it's tough. Yeah. Make it back then, state duels were a week after the state tournament. So it just added and went farther into March. Yeah. Well, how did you get? So good, so fast. Coaches, competition. Honestly, um, Heston Johnson came into the wrestling room from you and I. He was an All-American a couple times at you and I. And started helping with the upperweights. Uh, me, the O'Loughlin brothers. Mm-hmm. And... He was kind of the one that really – we set goals every beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. And going into my junior year, I made it to state as a sophomore. I didn't place. 
I won one match and got beat out in the consolations. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it come in the, the junior year, he's like, would, what's your goals? And I said, I want to be a state placement. He's like, that's not good enough. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> he's like, you can be good enough to be a state champion. And I'd never even, that thought had never even crossed my mind. Wow. But he was, and having, and having the guys around me, mm-hmm. like Zimberly, Zimberly would push you until you couldn't walk. Yeah. Like he was just a man child and beat the hell out of you every day. <laughs> and yeah, O'Loughlin had the drive like nobody I've seen. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, I think as a freshman, he knew that he wanted to have the most takedowns and independence wreck in history. Mm-hmm. He does. <laughs> he does? Yeah. <laughs> wow. And I can't remember the number. It's like 186 takedowns in a season or something. It's crazy. Yeah. Sheesh. I mean, the, the guys around me that pushed me and the coaches and Doyle would play into it because he knew that I didn't know what the hell was going on. Mm-hmm. I'd talk to him on the way to a meet. I remember specifically going to LaPorte city and I'm like, who do I have first round or whatever? And he's like, Oh, it's just, he's a young guy. He's a lot like you. I was a sophomore. Mm-hmm. He's a lot like you. He's young and strong and, you know, athletic. It should be a good match. All right. Well, I get beat two to one and I'm pissed off. And my coach is grinning ear to ear when I walk off the mat. He's like, that kid's ranked third in the state. You just got to get out of your own way. Don't let rankings or whatever. Don't worry about who you have. Just go out and do what you can do. Mm -hmm. He was pretty good at that. Yeah. Was that, do you think being, I don't know if naive is the right word, but um, I guess I'll go ahead and, you know, being a little bit unfamiliar with the sport, I should say, help you. I you think know. it was an advantage to me big time. Yeah. Cause I didn't have any, uh, I didn't have any preset like bad habits going into the room. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think it was probably an advantage to me. I didn't know. I didn't know the rankings. I didn't know who they were. I didn't know anything about them. It was just go out and wrestle. Did you know how the sport operated a little bit? Like, like, I mean, you said at the beginning, I didn't even yeah, know we, who won half the time, but like right at the beginning, you know. Well, yeah, you catch on pretty quick when you get thrown right into things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I had an idea because, like I said, I had went and gone to mm-hmm. uh, my friend's matches, but I was really oblivious there for a while. <laughs> That's crazy, though, that you were – you start out your freshman year and then you win. You not only go to state, you win a match after just competing as your second as year. Like that's, yeah, I know. That's, that's crazy. I got, and then so actually as a sophomore, Dane Pape from Makokota. Ah, yes. Like, the first, the first time I wrestled in my sophomore year, I think he pinned me in like 14 seconds. <laughs> wow. But they, they were in the wall, Mac. So I got to wrestle him three more times that year. Mm-hmm. And I saw him at Benton Community, and he beat me. I mean, the my sophomore year was by far where I turned the corner, made huge 
improvements like something just clicked like i can do this i can take people down i can get out and whatever and so that was the first tournament of the year was independence he pinned me in i don't know 18 seconds or something (laughs) by the end of january when we go to vent community tournament which is a huge tournament i beat a ranked kid to get into the finals to wrestle him for the fourth time that year and it was a 13 to 9 decision wow so we go to state and if i hadn't got beat the first round i would have had dane pape again for the fifth time in the semi uh in the quarters mm-hmm. hey, but i got beat by a kid from algona ah uh, dang and I mean, score nine points on Dane Pape, like, <laughs> that's a lot. That's, that's a good amount. I mean, you know, people can just walk out there and score points against that guy. Yeah. Dane, Dane was tough. He was very tough. He, yeah. He's the, the strongest person I've ever wrestled. Really? When he grabbed a hold of your arm, it was like a vice grip. <laughs> you just and couldn't let him get a hold of you. <laughs> that's saying something because Zimmerly was a, yeah. was a Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. Pape's grip strength was stronger than Zim. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you spar with him as a freshman? Uh, not, not much. Mm-hmm. I, I was a little too intimidated, I think. Yeah. But then as a sophomore, I didn't have a choice. Yeah. So it was like, you can wrestle him. <laughs> <laughs> was, yeah, okay. uh, was O'Loughlin a grade below you, Andy? Nope. We grew up together. Okay, so my- you were... Okay, you were the same age. Okay. Same age. Okay. And we, I mean, we were wrestling a lot too. He broke my nose. Really? Ooh. (laughs) How do you do that? Well, we, we had a rule that if you miss practice, you had to be shark bait. You know, yeah, where you're in the middle and everyone gets a chance to take you down. Yep. And it goes for six minutes or whatever. Mm hmm. Every year, I would miss one day of practice to go deer hunting. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Pay, pay the price. Mm-hmm. So skip school. We deer hunt that Friday before first season because I couldn't. I, I couldn't miss. It was a Thursday because mm-hmm. I couldn't tournament. I had to be at school the day before the tournament. I'm like, well, I guess I'm missing this day or whatever. <laughs> I missed practice. Mm-hmm. Dark bait and yeah, Andy broke my nose. Did you at least get something? the back of my head broke my nose? <laughs> <laughs> did, and did you at least get some that day? Like, was it worth it going deer hunting? Well, it's always worth it to go deer yeah. hunting, but <laughs> killed anything that day. Yeah. <laughs> is there a lot of good? So you're in? Is it Hanover, Illinois now? Yep. When There's, I looked it up, is it a village? It, it labeled it as a village. It, yeah, it's like oh, it's like two hundred people. Really? Tiny. Yeah. I'm only 40 minutes from Dubuque. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm like 12 miles from Galena, Illinois. Oh, okay. All right. So it's not. Except I know where that's at, yeah. But there's no wrestling here. Really? Not even in Galena? No. It's like you cross the river and they don't know what the hell is going on. <laughs> really? So that's we'll- right. That's because I take. Weston, actually, my young, my five-year-old son, mm-hmm. went to a wrestling camp 
two wrestling camps this summer and he loves it. Really awesome. So we're going to have to travel a ways, I guess. Yeah. Cause they can co-op the Stockton, which is 35 minutes mm-hmm. from river Ridge if they want to wrestle. Okay. And then you have a daughter as well, correct? Yep. Aubrey's nice. seven. Nice. And was it just, you said it was just the fair. Was it this past week or last week? Yep. Our, it's uh, not even the county fair. It's the 4-H fair and then Elizabeth okay. uh, community fair. So I'm on the beef association and we cook steaks and kids run around and <laughs> it's just chaos. Yeah. And you said you were working 400 calves. Yeah. So Do I you- managed. I manage a seed stock operation. We mm-hmm. have four cows. And uh, right now, since the weather's so nice this week, mm-hmm. we're, through, we're giving them pre-weaning shots. Every single one of them? Mm-hmm. <sighs> How long does that take? Uh, we worked 150 today and an hour and a half. Wow. So, uh, she got good help and good facilities. It goes pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah, this is, I don't know if you, I can't see what you're seeing, but it's gorgeous out here. Yeah. Do you live on like an acreage or? Uh, I live at the main farm. Okay. So this is, I don't know, there's 630 acres or something right here. And I live half mile off the road. Okay. Well, how'd you, how'd you get into this? Oh boy. So my mom grew up in Hanover. Oh, okay. My grandma lived in Hanover her whole life. I grew up coming out here all the time. Mm-hmm. The, the terrain and livestock. And um, my brother moved to California, worked on a dairy, breeding cows. And then he got hired here. Well, my grandma being out here, the other guy quit. And I had the opportunity to work here for a summer and I went back to Iowa State I asked the owner of the place I said I gotta go back to school or my mom's gonna kill me because <laughs> he just wanted me to stay mm-hmm. that's fine you go back to school I said can I put you on my resume when you know for a reference and he said no and he just straight <laughs> I'm like what he's like just call me when you need a job so then wow. Uh, a year and a half after that but the other guy they hired quit right before cabin season and i had one semester left at iowa state he's like if you want this job you have to take it now <laughs> so i never did go back for the last semester and moved here started february 1st 2011 wow so it's been 11 years yep you've been hanging out there yeah i cool. love it yeah did you start at iowa state no i played football and wrestled at ellsworth community college Mm -hmm. iowa state wanted me to walk on iowa northern illinois and i i wasn't i'm not the walk-on type (laughs) (laughs) i could go go for two years for free and not get the hell beat out of me yeah I, i had enough injuries in football and high school that I knew I wasn't going to be a D1 contender. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. What, what kind of injuries did you battle with in high school? Well, the, I mean, the worst one was my knee, my left knee dislocated playing football. Oof. Just never was right after that. Mm-hmm. I've had a couple shoulder scopes. I never got it fixed right. I think it was my, I can't remember now, my junior or senior year, the orthopedist, the orthopedic surgeon wanted me to get it fixed and fixed correctly. Mm-hmm. I was going to be out for almost three months from wrestling. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's after Christmas. I'm not, I'm not missing that much wrestling. And so they just scoped it and kind of patched it. Well, today I can tell that it didn't get fixed correctly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's part of it. And being, you know, so you, you don't work on a dairy farm. You work. Oh, like a, beef farm. Beef farm. We sell, okay. we sell bulls to customers to breed their cows. Gotcha. Okay. 60 to 70 bulls a year and have a production sale and sell cow calf pears. And yeah. So you, what I was getting at was you probably, you know, now it's probably tough to get it taken care of with how much cows yep. are moving and bulls. Yep. And I mean, the time here is not always ideal. It's mm-hmm. never, but it'll get fixed eventually. Yeah. Is that so um, your senior year? Um, I thought I remember at sectional, no, maybe it was districts. I think it was districts in Fayette. Did they throw in the towel? Yep. For you? Yeah, I was mad. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> what, what was kind of, cause it's not the first time I've seen that happen. I saw it happen at nationals one year with Hunter Steber. Well, I got um, my bell rung. I got, I got a concussion or whatever. And I wanted to finish the match. Yeah, I think it was, four to five or something, maybe three to five. I was mm-hmm. losing and he had kind of headbutted me again. And I just got like white, white lights in my eyes, tumbled mm-hmm. back and they threw the water bottle in and well, I was pissed. Yeah. Did they have to, or did they have to like, did, did you leave the arena? I, I went down to the locker room. They came down and said, you might have a wrestle back, put your other singlet back on. And then the, the bro hammer from West Delaware didn't win or something. I don't remember. I didn't have a wrestle back. Mm-hmm. I'm getting second at districts, which put me number one versus McLaughlin number two in the first round of state tournament the next week. That's right. Okay, so you got sex, second at districts. Yep. You move on to state. Yeah, you're the returning state champ, and you have – is it Jordan McLaughlin? John. John, okay. Yep. Yeah. That was the first match out of the gate. Mm-hmm. Number one. <laughs> so, like, yeah, I was in the wrestling room after practice, and that's when the sheets came out or whatever. I don't remember yeah. what day must have been Sunday or something because there was nobody else there. Doyle or Heston Johnson walks in. He's like, you got McLaughlin. I'm like, well, I got to wrestle him at some point. So Mm -hmm. so it doesn't matter if it's first round or state finals. 
Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. So, um, so yeah, you take that loss at, at state. Um, I forget how you did the rest of the tournament though. How'd you do? No, I, I beat him. I, I made it to the finals at my senior year. Oh, you did. Okay. I don't know why. I, okay. Yeah. I got tossed in the finals. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Really? I couldn't. My senior year, I got second. Wow. Nice. Okay. Um, yeah, I could find a lot of results on you your, your junior year, but senior year was a little bit harder to find, so I apologize. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> um, and also the reason that I remember your junior year so vividly was you had such, an, <laughs> such a crazy match in that finals. In that finals. Right. It was nuts. <laughs> That was crazy. Yeah, you got yeah. tossed. I, and I remember, do you hear the oohs and ahs when you're wrestling? That time I did. <laughs> that one match I can specifically remember. <laughs> like, oh, shit. And I went into that way probably overconfident. Mm-hmm. I had already wrestled Kenny. Really? Jose's duels. Mm-hmm. I think I pinned him in like 30 seconds <laughs> and I saw him on the bracket. I'm like, huh, he made it. All right. <laughs> well, then he beat, uh, I can't remember who he beat. And, uh, I'm like, damn, shit. I could see him in the finals. Uh, I was not expecting that. <laughs> <laughs> that was just, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, what was it 14 to 12 at the end of the first? Or like 14 to 9? Yeah. And then, then he ended up sticking him. And it was yep. just, it was nuts. I had to wrestle him again four days later at the state duels. Yeah? How'd that yeah. go? <laughs> I won again. Yeah. But, but it wasn't near as exciting. Yeah. I think it was like five to one or something. <laughs> I was what? not going to let throw me again. <laughs> what what made your matches so exciting? Like what was it just, were you just kind of carefree and loose and just. Yeah. No, know, I, or... I didn't think they were that. Ex- I mean, none of them were as exciting as that one, but yeah, actually I can't remember who I was wrestling in the semifinals. I was down and had to, pin him to win that match too that might even been the quarterfinals sheesh yeah it was it was pretty crazy yeah and then your team not only that but you know your team got third team got third Third. with four wrestlers yep unbelievable I really thought that we were going to have four out of four in the finals Mm-hmm. with Andy with Andy if I mean Andy had that high single up there for and he had it he had it on his shoulder for like 30 seconds and could not take him down mm-hmm. if that if he gets that takedown we go four for four in the finals and probably have three state champions out of four guys I mean Nate Albert making it to the finals was awesome mm-hmm. because he'd wrestled Kyle Chima like I don't know, four or five times that year. And they kept getting closer and closer and closer. And Nate 
going into the semifinals, we're all like, dude, you know what this kid does. You can beat him. Nate beats Chima. And Andy's going into the semifinals, and it's Chad Beatty. I mean, he was a state champ a couple yeah. times, I think. Andy knew he had his work cut out for him, but yeah, he was right there. Yeah, you beat Brady Punt of Sioux Center 9-4. No, it wasn't that one. Oh, that's not the one where you had to pin the kid to win? No. <laughs> I remember him. Yeah. Dang it. It might have even been the first round. Hell, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, and then you had some good dinner. What's that? The... I like Vets Auditorium a lot better than the yes. I mean, so as a senior, Slifka, Kyle Slifka, mm-hmm. and I, he, he moved up to heavyweight. Mm-hmm. I actually moved up to heavyweight to wrestle him during the season once, which didn't go very good because he was all of <laughs> 285 or 275. <laughs> and I weighed like 208. <laughs> He's a big dude. Yeah. Geez, you never made it to 215, did you? Nope. <laughs> oh, I think for the finals, I weighed in at like 207 or something. Wow. Did but you feel Did you feel a little different? Not. I mean, I did when I bumped up to heavyweight. Mm-hmm. But at 215, I never. Yeah. I never really noticed the difference. I mean, yeah. with... With Slifka at two fifteen when he cut weight to get there, you could tell that he was he was bigger than the rest of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, yeah, he was an animal. Yeah. That's why I always kind of felt bad for Rotus. Yeah. Well, he was a year behind us though, so mm-hmm. I think our junior year, I was ranked one, Slifka was ranked three, and he was ranked five. Yeah. We're in the same district. Did you ever did you ever lose to Brian? Because I know he got Slifka a few times, but I don't know if he ever got you. Nope. Nope. No, uh, I actually talked to Brian. One of my buddies from college played football with at Ellsworth, went to Southwest Minnesota State. Hmm, okay. After Ellsworth, I went up there to watch a game, went and hang out with all his buddies after the game, and Brian Rodas walks in the door and I'm like, oh, so we, we talked there for a little while. He's a good dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, um, in a way, you know, you could almost look at it as MFL got fourth that year. So independence gets third MFL gets fourth. And it might've been because you made it to state and not Brian that, you know, Right, you guys end up getting getting third. Yeah, which at the time, you know, was the highest they placed in, you know, ten years or so. Yeah, I think I do remember and, that. And to do it with four yeah. guys, I mean, that's the that's the incredible part. Well, there was quite a few bonus points if I remember right. Zimmerley pinned a couple. I pinned a couple. Mm-hmm. I think Nate Nate had a major decision. Andy had a tech fall and maybe a pin. Mm-hmm. The, and every time you stay on the winner side of the bracket is more points too. So 
yeah. us all, all four of us being in the semifinals was a big deal. Yeah. It was cool. I mean, it was an awesome experience. Yeah. And, you know, on the flip side of that, you know, you, you did, like you said, kind of watch O'Loughlin get beat in the semis. So how did that affect you, if at all, when you were going out to wrestle for your semifinal match? Uh, I don't, I don't even remember it. Mm-hmm. To be honest, I couldn't even tell you who I wrestled in the semifinals. Oh, it was uh, that punt from Sue. Sue's, uh... That was in the semifinals? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. He ended, up, he ended up getting like sixth or something. Yeah, Brady Punt, Sue Center. Because Kenny beat John McLaughlin 8-6 in overtime. Yep. Huh. Yeah, I don't remember my semifinals match, really. Really? So when did you, when did you start believing that you could actually be a state champion? You know, because at the beginning of this, you know, you when said I, that, hey, I would just I want to be a place winner. You know, when I wrestled uh, that Bent Community Tournament mm-hmm. and was unranked and beat a couple of ranked kids to get to the finals against Pape. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was a really tough tournament then. It probably still is today. Like you got Don Bosco. It's all classes. Cedar Rapids, Kennedy, like. It's all three classes, and if you can, if you can win there, Williamsburg, the Jared Carter, he was a good two fifteen pounder. When I got to the finals against Pape, I realized, holy shit, I can do this. Mm-hmm. Though it was like I've been trying to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Doyle and the coaches were probably the biggest, the biggest reason. Mm-hmm. I'll tell anybody, I was too dumb to know any better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, um, sparring with Zimmerly every day because you probably no, that, that didn't hurt anything either. Yeah, what's it? What was it like to to spar with him or you know to wrestle with him in practice and especially O'Loughlin too? Like that had to be just try not to piss Mike off. Yeah, <laughs> didn't want to make him mad. Would you rather? Would you rather spar with him for a practice or try to wrangle some some cattle? Oh, today or then? <laughs> <laughs> um, both, both. <laughs> Definitely not today. Yeah. And probably not then either. <laughs> Man, he was, yeah. I mean, <laughs> he was rough. But, I mean, without him, I probably wouldn't have been a state champion. I mean, he pushed me. He pushed me for the better every day. Mm-hmm. Anytime that I thought I was going to slow down or stop or try to quit, he'd grab you by the back of the neck and keep you going, mm-hmm. which is fantastic. Yeah. Did your, so, you know, you kind of said that your, did your dad didn't really know much about it, like wrestling anyway. Did they start to get, did they start when to I, get into it and oh understand yeah. it? Like, oh yeah. When uh, I told dad I quit the basketball team, he's like, good, you can work for me all winter. <laughs> oh. And came home he's like you got grind feed whatever after school yeah yeah and i said well i joined the wrestling team and he was mad he's like god damn kid all you're gonna do is get your ass kicked (laughs) so that was kind of a driving factor as well (laughs) (laughs) yeah you didn't want him to be right Uh, right (laughs) 
And then, you know, my uncle Rick wrestled. I think he went to state back in the eighties. Mm -hmm. Dad's youngest brother, but uh, dad didn't really know. My mom didn't know. I mean, it's fun to talk about it with them now. Mm -hmm. So my mom, mom never missed anything. And she had something to do. I was a freshman and we were going to the Osage duels. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm sure they still have them. I don't know if independence is still in it or not, but it was independence, Emmitsburg, Osage, Davenport assumption and clear Lake. Sheesh. At that time, that was like a state tournament. Right. And I went up and went four and oh at Osage. As a freshman. Really? Yeah. So mom wasn't there. And I said, you can't go to the tournament anymore. <laughs> like, you can't go from now on. Mm -hmm. like, oh, bullshit. I'm coming. I'm like, <laughs> I'm serious. So she never came all four years. I never got beaten that gym, which is pretty cool company to be in at that tournament to not get beat at the Osage duels. Yeah. It was awesome. Especially when you, yeah, like taking into account that you didn't start wrestling until your freshman year. Right. Which still just kind of blows my mind that you got so good so quickly and just had a nat. Did you just have a natural talent for it? I don't know if I, what I tell everybody is I just hated to lose more than the other guy wanted to beat me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I didn't like to lose. I think that was probably the biggest the biggest driving factor of why I wanted to get better. And I didn't like to lose. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. So did you like start thinking about collegiate wrestling at all? No, no, not till I got to Ellsworth mm -hmm. and they were like, Hey, we could use a 197 pounder. <laughs> I'm like, I've never cut weight. <laughs> and now I weigh 225 because I've been bulking up for football. Mm -hmm. And I got hurt playing football and I never did wrestle a match in college. I went to some practices, but mm -hmm. I wasn't I wasn't dedicated enough to do the coll collegiate level. Yeah. Did you always have your sights set on football? Like coming up and growing up and things? Yeah, for the most part. I really, I mean, I really like baseball too, but I thought football would be, if I was going to play in college, it would be football. Mm -hmm. Did you do like, when you started to really get into wrestling, did you start to like do some summer wrestling, some freestyle and Greco and things or, or did you stick with baseball? Oh, I played baseball. Uh, I went to one, one summer freestyle tournament in Fort Madison, Iowa. And oh yes. I did not like freestyle at all. Mm -hmm. I was, it just wasn't my, I wasn't used to it mm -hmm. and the whole lay there and let them try to roll you over. I couldn't wrap my head around that. Mm -hmm. like, no, I want to stand up and get out. Like that's <laughs> what you taught me for <laughs> however long. No, now you got to lay there with your arms out. No, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I wasn't any good at it. <laughs> uh, the only, Outside of the Fort Madison one, we went to junior nationals my junior year. Mm -hmm. 
uh, where I got runner up at junior nationals in Lincoln, Nebraska. Wow. Nice. Uh, Zimmerly was there. Yeah. Zimmerly went. No, we went to that two years. I didn't place my first year. And mm-hmm. then I, I got runner up my second year. Cause the year that Zimmerly got fourth, I did not place. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, it was, I think, I don't know, it's in the scrapbook from my sister made, I think I was like nationally ranked 12th or something. Really? That's going into our senior year. That's crazy. Yeah, tell me about it. That's awesome. I mean, that's, that's awesome. That. <laughs> <laughs> and, and still, you just like, you didn't give wrestling a second thought about you know, were you getting calls from people like, yeah, like, uh, the Iowa conference schools, Warburg, Iowa mm-hmm. Central, schools like that, but yeah, it's private school money. And yeah, I know they can make it work. However, I would have had to have been a heavy, a heavyweight. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to start the 197. I was just kind of in between the weights and yep. I didn't like wrestling heavyweight when I moved up to heavyweight from 215. Mm-hmm. I moved up. I moved up for three or four tournaments my senior year because we had two fairly equal 189 pounders and not a real good heavyweight. So I could move up to heavyweight, and then our two good 89 pounders could decide which one was going to go to 215. As a team, we were stronger that way. I just I didn't like wrestling them big guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, true. I mean, that's a 60 pound difference potentially, you know, if you're 215 and they're all of 275. I got second at a I bumped up. I got second to the kid from Davenport Assumption. I forget where the tournament was, Northland or something. Mm-hmm. I got beat like two to three. And then Doyle's like, well, he's ranked number three in the state. And I'm like, I'm ranked number one at 215. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but team points wise, it helped at a tournament like that where I could bump up and. Yeah. And I, I didn't have a problem doing it. I just didn't like it. I wasn't going to go to state at heavyweight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what was right. the first, what were the first couple moves that they kind of taught you? Or what do you remember about your first few practices, you know, that, that you learned? The first few practices, all I remember is running. <laughs> lots and lots of running and sweating. I think I lost 13 pounds the first the first practice of the year. Just water weight. And it, I mean, it wasn't that hard. I mean, it wasn't right. that, not like they were trying to kill us, but that's one thing that I always thought we had an advantage over another team is we were in way better shape. Like, mm-hmm. even if our mediocre wrestlers could get to the third period. We were, we were in really good condition Mm -hmm. from top to bottom. I thought we were really tough. Yeah. But I mean, anybody that wrestled me or coached me or anything, I only had like three moves, a double leg or a high crotch and a straight stand up. Mm -hmm. Got to stop it. That's pretty much all I did. Did did you focus just solely maybe on those two because you kind of came in a little later 
Did you yep. focus on those to perfect those well, as best you could? Or? But Doyle's like, this is what you need to do. You need to be able to take them down with a double leg, and you need to be able to get out from underneath of them. If you can do those two things, you can be really good and not get thrown. <laughs> <laughs> but that's like they go hand in hand. Like if you're going to be aggressive as a shooter, some if you get out of position and there's somebody that's really good at throwing, you get caught every now and then. Mm-hmm. But it was always pressure forward. You know, that's for me and O'Loughlin and Zimmerly, we always wanted to be on the attack all the time. Mm-hmm. Kind of what Doyle preached to us the whole time. Yeah. Did you ever like reconsider going out, you know, those early days where you're like, did you ever go, man, what did I get myself into? Or I actually I never, I never regretted it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I might've, I might've regretted it after the first time I got pinned or something. Yeah. Cause it's humiliating. But as far as the practices go, I've always kind of liked hard work and, to feel gratifying that you do it with a group of guys that's got your back and support you the whole way. I thought that was awesome. Mm-hmm. The, the blood sweat and tears you put into the room and then to go upstairs to the gym and show people that the hard work is paying off. That was my favorite part of it. Mm-hmm. it. It had been quite a while since the last time independence was really tough when we got there i mean yeah. when we were, i think 90 96 or 98 something mm-hmm. like that was when they the last time they were you know really a state place winning team mm-hmm. that had been almost uh, six seven years yeah i mean in a way you guys may have re relaunched the you know or um the you were the rebirth of the independence program because after you guys, I mean, they've been steadily solid right. ever since. Yep. So they had a little downswing, and then when we got there, it was it's been good. To, yeah, ever since. Kind of been you know a thorn in in my in MFL's side <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, um, we wrestled the I know. I think my sophomore or freshman year. I think my freshman year. You guys um, beat us and then beat West Delaware, I think, to go to the duels. Um, yep. You know, and the 2004 um, finished third right above MFL. We got fourth that year. So you guys got their trophy and MFL missed out. And we, uh, so what, I forget what year, I think it was our senior year, my senior year. Mm-hmm. We were undefeated duel wise but got beat by a half a point at sectionals. So we could not go to a dual team, dual team tournament. Oh, right. Cause they only took the champions back then. So, so the next year they decided they were going to take the top two from each section. Oh. Osage, Osage ended up winning it that year. And we beat them by like 13 team points mm-hmm. at the Osage duels. Wow. It was crazy. Yeah, a half a point. They also, so MFL went up there and wrestled 
in the regional duels. We they had to go to a Osage, and right. I don't think this is the same year, but it may have been. And Osage beat MFL and then ran through the state like, tournament. Yep, the duels. Yeah, and MFL wrestled them closer than anybody else did. That uh, could be the same year. Because I remember our our dual match with MFL was really close early in the season. Because mm-hmm. I remember wrestling Rodas like five to three. Mm-hmm. And I saw him two more times later in the year. And I think I pinned him at sectionals, actually. No, oh, really? Yeah. Impressive. No, not many people would yeah, put that guy on his back. But just, yeah, you just had a knack. I don't know. You know, you... You put people on their back and it was, it was exciting. I just, I don't know what it was growing up. You and there are a couple other guys like Kyle Fornis, you know, from Waterloo yep. Columbus, those guys just like stood out in my mind as right when they were, they, their names were called. I always kind of looked over you know. a little buzzsaw, man. Yeah. It's like a little chiseled freaking. I remember watching him too. What? He was like 140, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think what made you so exciting was, you know, once you got to those upper weights, 215 heavyweight, you know, they're, they're a little bit slower paced. You no, know, like- <laughs> no. Yeah, exactly. You were totally different from that. And it was exciting. And you were like the first heavier guy I saw really move and attack. Yeah. So I went to state tournament just to watch as a freshman. Mm-hmm. That's when, uh, Oh my goodness! I just read an article by Mans not Mansfield, not Taylor Mansfield. Oh, the one A. He's a two-time state champion. Oh my God! I can't even believe I'm. He wrestled two fifteen his freshman and sophomore year, mm-hmm. and then bumped up to heavyweight. One wrestled at Iowa. I can't think of his damn name. I'll think of it. Anyway, he was like that when I went there to watch as a freshman. Mm-hmm. Oh, was it Matt Fields? Matt Fields, yes. Okay. Oh, he was faster paced. He was on the go. He was shooting. I'm like, if if I'm gonna do this, that's that's what I want to be like. Mm-hmm. Like his offense was his offense is what I admired. You know. Mm-hmm. I didn't like standing there and pushing each other back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you definitely, yeah, it wasn't something you did, you know, like, like I said, uh, Ryan and Kyle Slifka a little bit bigger. And those, when those guys would add it, yes, that's kind of how they felt each other out or, right. you know, they weren't afraid. They were, they didn't really want to go underneath them. Because, well, they were both bigger. They were both bigger than me. So I, I couldn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you just came out there and just, Man, I don't know. Electric. It was electric. I had to do something different. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Did you, do you remember the first time you got Mike Zimmerly? I'm not sure I ever did. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe, Maybe once, maybe twice. But then he gets mad and then he yeah. gets off and that's all. I, there was no time to bask in the moment. <laughs> <laughs> so you went your whole junior year, you're the state champ. And that whole season during practice, you were just getting your butt kicked by Zimmerly. Yeah, pretty much. Jeez. Dude, that having wrestling matches with somebody else, it was like a day off. It was awesome. 
I was going to say. The tournaments was great. <laughs> Zimmerly and Heston Johnson and Doyle and O'Loughlin beating the crap out of Jeez, yeah. <laughs> did, did your confidence ever wane a little bit, you know, kind of getting beat up a little bit by those guys? No, I, I knew my place in that room. Mm-hmm. I was fairly certain of what my place was outside that room, though, too. Mm-hmm. Like, if I can spar with these guys, then there's no reason I can't spar with anybody in the state. Yeah. Zimmerle and ours, that that tandem was – that was a really fun ride to both go undefeated and both be state champs, and that was cool. Yeah, I recently – I read an article way back in the day. It was from the Waterloo, Waterloo Courier, Waterloo Sea Falls Courier, and yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it featured both you and Zimmerly wanted to pin his way through state. Um, but yeah, he ended up winning. But either way, you both won. It was a cool article about you guys, um, your tandem that you guys had. So that was a that was really cool. Yeah, and Did Andy, you- Andy mm-hmm. was not scared to come up. I mean, I remember days when Andy and Zimmerly were sparring, mm-hmm. you know, drilling, doing takedowns or whatever. I think me wrestling Zimmerly every day is probably the biggest reason that I was ever strong enough for, you know, I, I had to know leverages mm-hmm. to wrestle him, which paid a lot of dividends, you know, where I was wrestling at, being lighter than everybody else. Mm-hmm. Then he weighed about 230. He wasn't all, you know, he wasn't that big of a heavyweight. Right, which made it 230, 235, and I weighed, you know, 205. Mm-hmm. Were you just kind of naturally big, like growing up? Were you just kind of just a bigger, yeah, I was, filled out kid? I was a string bean until I got to high school, really. I was six foot six foot one when I was in like seventh grade. Jeez. Wow. And I never, I stopped growing up and filled out now. <laughs> <laughs> Dang six, one in seventh grade. And then you got to high school and just put on some weight in the weight room. Uh, well, I'm not going to lie to you. I never went in the weight room. unless <laughs> No, no, I, I'm, Dad kept me busy enough working that I was always stayed in good shape. And, and yeah. I hated, I always hated lifting weights. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, I know you're accomplishing something, but it doesn't feel like you're accomplishing it. <laughs> I could yeah. be build, I could be building fence or baling hay or, you know, for the summer workouts. And I'd, I'd come into fall football season in as good a shape as anybody. So. Yeah. Yeah. Baling hay. I bailed hay once. <laughs> like one afternoon <laughs> and that like yeah the, the hay bales probably weighed almost as much as me so you uh <laughs> you muscles you don't normally use right yeah. yeah i took a few hay bales because he threw he i was up in the barn once and he would put them on the trough and i wasn't quick enough and got hit by a couple of them that the conveyor man yep yeah so i got tagged a couple times so at that time there was you know, five, six guys that would make square bales. Yep. And that was my summer job when they were making hay. I was the neighborhood labor, I guess. (laughs) 
but it kept, I mean, it kept me in great shape and yeah, the work ethic. That's the other thing I loved about wrestling is the work ethic in that room. Just as a, as a group of guys, everybody was on the same page. We all had one goal, you know, mm-hmm. it was, it was a cool experience. Yeah. Sounds like it. I mean, um, just from coming in, not knowing much about it and then blossoming into this right state champ runner up. Yeah. It's shaped me into the person I am today. I think too. Yeah. How so? Just the dedication it took and the drive it takes and the hard work you have to put in. Mm -hmm. Did you kind of have that going in? It sounds like a little bit going into the sport. I think, just made... I think I had it a little bit, but probably not probably not quite what it needed to be, what it was after that first year of wrestling. I think I started out, I don't know, I was like, if I had to lose, I was like six and ten. Mm-hmm. I wasn't, wasn't having fun. I wasn't liking it. And then started getting a little better. I was like 12 and 12. And then I think I ended up at, like 27 and 13 or something like that mm-hmm. as a freshman yeah. so I had a wow so you were 27 and 13 your first first go first year 27 and 13 28 and 14 something like that yeah yeah still that's it's impressive and then you know your junior year you were 44 and 0 Yep. Which I looked and uh, you and Zimmerly still hold the record unless they haven't updated it yet for undefeated wins, state champs, 44 and 0. For independence, maybe. Not for yep, for independence. Yep, for independence. Yeah. I was going to say, that's not for the state. <laughs> yeah, so you and Zimmerly, 2005 or 2004, 44 and 0 state champs. Both of you still have the record for that. Nice. Did not know that. <laughs> the other uh, cool thing about the vets. So when I pinned Kenny in Vets Auditorium, that's the last fall ever recorded in Vets Auditorium. <laughs> really? Yeah. Because yeah, the next year, was it the next year they went to Wells Fargo? Yep. So I got to wrestle in both of them. And I prefer the vets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Hands down. So me and Slifka actually warmed up my senior year our senior year together before the finals in wells fargo really? you warmed up with slifka yeah oh that's cool i didn't have another sparring partners it or o'laughlin was wrestling i watched that i needed to get warm before our match and slifka's like i need to warm up too <laughs> <laughs> so i mean and Slifka and I had ran into each other at a couple of recruiting visits. Mm-hmm. We sat next to each other at our UNI visit. Just got to know each other a little bit. So that was, I mean, end of relationships. Like, yeah. Uh, Trent Harden, I wrestled when I was a sophomore, mm-hmm. or sophomore maybe. And he ended up in the finals our senior year. Like, watching those other guys develop too. And not only not just on our own team, but guys that you had wrestled when they were younger, and 
stuff like that. I remember Dan Knipfel from Hampton Dumont. I wrestled when I was a freshman and he beat me. He's like, you're only a freshman. <laughs> like you're strong as an ox. You got to stick with this man. Like you're going to be tough, which that was awesome. Cause I think Dan was, a, Dan was a, a senior as a freshman or a, he might've been a junior. Mm-hmm. And then his little brother played football at Iowa state and he was a pretty good wrestler too. Mm-hmm. And that full from Dumont. Yeah. Yeah. That name is, rings a bell. Yeah. So relationships like that is pretty neat. Yeah. Do you, you know, do you kind of, you know, speaking of relationships, you kind of still keep in touch or pay attention to what's going on with Doyle and the independence program? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I follow it a lot, but I, I don't, I, I see them when I go back, I go back maybe once every other year mm-hmm. to, a, to a duel or a meet or, you know, something like that. But I, I'm always watching the matches on my phone or, Mm-hmm. You know, keeping updates on the scores or how they're doing and everything like that. I'm, I stay, I, I try to stay up to date on that stuff. Yeah. Imagine, yeah, being tough with, with your work schedule, you know? Yeah. I'd like to go back more. I'd like to, hell, I'd like to go back and help him coach, but. Really? Well, that, so when I left, when I went to Iowa State, Mm-hmm. And couldn't play football anymore. I transferred to Iowa State, and Heston Johnson's friend, Drew Kelly, was coaching at Ames High School at that time. Okay. He's like, hey, I need a big guy to come in and spar with our heavyweights. So I went in there, I don't know, for a few months, and mm-hmm. I, re- I really liked that. That was, that was pretty fun. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So, like, have you thought about maybe, you know, coaching? I take it or, uh, yeah, but it ain't gonna happen as long as I got this job. Yeah, <laughs> we're we're Kevin in January and February, so that doesn't really, yeah, up very good. Yeah, my mom always said one of the best things she ever has seen is a cow giving birth. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know. She, I don't know, because they lived, they grew up on a dairy farm. Oh, yeah. Um, so, but yeah, she just—I don't know—something about it. She said it's just—it's just, it's pretty cool. Yeah, just amazing. The calf, calf starts walking in five minutes. Really? Yep. Huh. Yeah, we. I mean, I see about four hundred of them give birth every. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my favorite things too. Really? Yep. Did That's you watch? Cool. Did you? Were you in the room when your wife gave birth? Oh yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I was right there, but yeah. both both my kids were cesareans. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I just got to squeeze her hand. Yeah. <laughs> Who's stronger, your grip she or her was, grip? I'm pretty sure she broke my hand. <laughs> <laughs> I probably never experienced anything quite like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what? What? Um, what is in your future? You think Ben down, you know, just like working where you're at in Hanover and Oh, me and my wife bought my family farm. I told you my grandma lived here for mm-hmm. lived in the house for 88 years. Wow. The same house. So me and my wife bought that house and the family farm. I got no intentions of leaving cool. this East County, but 
where I work is probably not going to be here forever, but there's always a place to work as long as you know how to work. Through that. That's one. I mean, wrestling to me will teach you how to work. It'll teach you how to be a man. It'll teach you how to grow up. It'll teach you everything you need to know in life. Mm -hmm. If you let it. And that's one thing I wish I would have realized while it was happening. <laughs> you know what I mean? What, what do you mean by that, I guess, for you personally? Like I said, the work ethic, how to take a loss, how to be coachable. Because mm -hmm. you, you read all these things now, like you got to be coachable. You don't let your parents influence. Like we talked about earlier, I didn't, I didn't have a, parent, a parental influence on how I was going to wrestle. Mm-hmm. I was green as a gourd and Doyle just shaped me into what he wanted me to be. Mm -hmm. It was, I mean, it worked. <laughs> yeah. But well, you have to be coachable. You got to be willing to learn. And that's part of life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But you said you wish you would have knew, known that earlier, but it sounds like you were kind of like that. I mean, well, you were I coachable. Well, I, I know I was coachable now, but I didn't know it then at the time, oh. you know? Yeah. One of the hindsight 2020. Uh, but when you do something on the mat after the coach shows you, you're like, holy crap, it does work. I'm going to start <laughs> listening to him more. <laughs> <You know>? Yes. Yes. <laughs> it was, and Doyle, Doyle was awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, he's a great coach, a great person. Like, I know that he's had college offers and I'm so happy he's still at independence. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm the same even way, you is, know, he's a great he Delaware. Even if he's why? Even if he is from West Delaware. <laughs> right. Was that always, was that always hard to swallow? Did you ever give him, give him crap for that? Oh, we gave him crap, but it wasn't. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I think, I think his disdain for him is just as, just as much as ours. <laughs> <laughs> was that you said Benton was one of your biggest rivals? Did you have was West Delaware then one of the other ones that oh, was kind of a big West, deal? West Delaware was the biggest one by far. Yeah, by far the biggest rival. Mm -hmm. I probably need to go somewhere with some light. It's getting dark out. Oh, that's all right. We can wrap it up here. No big deal. Good. Um, um, yeah, uh, West Delaware um, cost us a trip to the state duels. Um, they cost us a Walmack title. I remember flipping the flipping the coin and I called heads and it was tails. And because we lost the coin flip, we lost the duel. Is what, what, it, is what it came down to, yeah. The, was the, that? Up, the upper weights were going to decide the upper weights were going to decide the duel. Okay. So I had the we had the show for 215 who was going to wrestle 215 they forfeited to me their 215 pounder bumped up ended up winning a decision which won them the duel because they got to forfeit to me it's, it still hurts me. don't worry yeah i was like geez that's hmm and it's walmack duels so it's the week before sectionals mm-hmm I was like, you can't forfeit at sectionals. I'm going to beat that. 
did you, did you end up wrestling them at sectionals? Yeah. And <laughs> it was. <laughs> Dang, yeah, that would mm, the chess the chess moves that are made in and duels. Another thing that, like, man, I had a hard enough time learning how to wrestle, and then you talk to the coaches, like, well, you know, if, if we win this coin toss, then so and so has got a show. You know what I mean? Like that mm-hmm. is that's a whole nother level. Right. Like I would sit like once I got older, got to junior and senior year, I'd sit in the coaches meetings and try to pick up on it. And, you know, so I could pay attention, try to be a leader. And like, this is an important match. No, because the coaches, our coaching staff was on it. Like Mm -hmm. they knew what match was going to be close, you know, which way it could tilt the whole duel. And that was one of my, my favorite parts was like, all right, so our our 500 wrestler at 135 has to wrestle this guy tough. Like, he just can't get major decision. Mm-hmm. It takes the whole team to be a good dual team. Like, that major decision being just a decision and then, say, Andy needs to pin his guy instead of tech falling. That one point might make the difference. Mm-hmm. And which would always piss Andy off because <laughs> he was going, for the, he was going for the takedowns. He's like, I don't want to pin him. I want to take down. <laughs> I'm, I'm blown away at your dedication to, to learning as quickly as possible as you could, you know, absorbing as much information as you could about the sport. You know, like you just said, to be a leader, to just know what's going on. Like right. you really took to the sport and that's, there's such an appreciation for that. Well, I, I, I think I was a sophomore, and we didn't wrestle very good one day against – I don't even remember what team it was. And Doyle comes in, and he's, like, pacing back and forth as we're going through stretches for warm-ups. Mm-hmm. And we get done stretching or whatever, and he blows his whistle. He's like, take a knee where you're at instead of, you know, gathering around so he could do a drill to show us like he usually did. He's like, take a knee where you're at. All right. And all he said was, today I'm going to break you. (laughs) Because he didn't wrestle very good. Mm -hmm. He worked the ever-living shit out of us that day. And, I mean, there were seniors throwing up, wouldn't get up off the mat. And I just started walking around and picking them up. Like, (laughs) we we can't quit. Mm Mm-hmm. We got to, if we're going to do it, we're going to do it. And from that point on, I thought, I, I want to be a leader of the team and, you know, has helped as much as I can. Wow. You must have just, you know, some people say you're born a leader. Some people say you're made. Some people say you're both, you know, I mean, it just seems like you kind of had all these qualities in you. I really like the competition. Mm -hmm. The, just the, like I said, it's one-on-one that Mm -hmm. day us against the coach (laughs) one-on-one mentally. And I wasn't going to let him break me mentally Mm -hmm. other people to get broke either. And it was, I still remember it like it was yesterday picking everybody up and we all walk in a circle counter or clockwise around the room. And I started picking people up, walking the other way. And kind of 
encouraging and there was a turning point, right? I mean, that was, that was mid season. That was right around Christmas time. Mm -hmm. That's kind of where the whole team, I mean, we took, I think we took eight to districts that year and six to state. Like it was, there was a turning point right there when that happened that I knew that that it was going to be good for a few years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And obviously continue to this day. It's just, um, just fascinating to hear, you know, your story from going from knowing nothing about it. And two years, maybe two years later, you are striving to be a leader, a champion, like it's, that's, it's that's, yeah. That's, a lot of that's the people around me too. Mm -hmm. They were, they were leaders before I was, I was just following in their footsteps. Mm -hmm. Somebody's got to step up. Yeah. They leave. Seniors leave. Somebody's got to do it, I guess. Andy was a leader, but he led by example. He wasn't going to get in your face. Mm -hmm. He'd get in your face in practice, but he wasn't going to pat you on the back. You know, he was going to push you. Same mm -hmm. as Zimmer, where I I guess I took the, the teddy bear approach. <laughs> Help him up and pat him on the back and just tell him to keep going. Because mm -hmm. it's the sport's not easy, and if it's going to continue to grow, there's got to be a, a way to keep that drive in the younger generations because mm -hmm. it's different now than it was then. Yeah. Yeah, well said, and I think, you know, you're, you're kind of pat on the back but still kick you in the ass. I mean, that – it's a fine line, but you guys found it seems like a happy medium between the two where sometimes you do need that kick in the ass. Right. And there are sometimes, yes, where you need a pat on the back. Yep. Or just picked up. You don't even need right. a pat on the <laughs> Yeah, you need picked up because you're throwing up, you know. <laughs> get a kid off the mat. <laughs> so, yeah, that's everything like it. it hearing your story and also about your team, it makes sense why you guys were good. Your team was good and it's still good to this, to this day. Yeah. Like the coaching staff now is probably better than it was then too. Mm -hmm. But My you grand. guys really bought in, you know? Yeah, we did. And we, we bought in in a hurry. Mm -hmm. I got one more story for you. I was like, I don't, I didn't ever get real nervous for matches or anything. I'd go mm -hmm. underneath the bleachers and take a nap and, you know, <laughs> semifinals. If I won my semifinals match, the finals aren't till that night. And you got all the consolation, you know, in between. This was at Benton Community my senior year. And mm -hmm. uh, I went underneath the bleachers and took a nap and came out and watched Andy wrestle his finals match. And I was prancing around. I was mentally, I was locked in. I was going up against the kid from Williamsburg, Jared Carter, who was ranked number three. I was ranked number one. And apparently my assistant coach didn't think that I was ready. Mm -hmm. So he calls me over and he hauls off and he bitch slapped me so hard it made my ear ring. <laughs> I'm like, what did I do? He's like, you're not ready. Yeah. I'm ready. Trust me. I'm ready. <laughs> oh my God. So then I 
I mean, I was ready before that, but he slapped me in. And now he still talks to me today about it. He's like, I'm <laughs> A man that's ever bitch slapped you like that. <laughs> I'm like, well, uh, yeah, I think you probably are. <laughs> but the the match was very good for me. It was a tech fall in like the second period. Mm-hmm. So he might have woke me up, but I thought I was do that before. <laughs> so you never. What about like even state finals or you know even those big matches like that? You just weren't the nervous kind of guy. Uh, I think I was probably more nervous for my first match at state than I was for, for the state finals match. One of the reasons I wasn't that nervous in the state finals, my junior years, cause I already wrestled the kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought I knew what he was about, <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, I never really got, I was nervous. I was nervous my senior year in the semifinals just the, the the pressure of getting to the finals twice i don't know i didn't sleep good and i, I don't know what it was but i was nervous that day mm-hmm. it's weird that i can remember that <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah i was kind of you know i got nervous for all my matches but i was a little more of a free spirit too like i wasn't a huge warm-up guy which probably right. should have been i should have been but you know hindsight but yeah that just yeah. wasn't really my i would never like you know some of them guys that go out and get lathered up before mm-hmm. their match yeah and you're like tired before you even start <laughs> right what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> uh we were my junior year we were i think it was, yeah we were wrestling a duel against clear lake and their two fifteen pounder just kept staring at me across the gym. Similarly's <laughs> like, dude, I think you should blow him a kiss. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> he just had the death stare at me. Like, yeah. you're not scared. It's fine. Do whatever makes you feel better. <laughs> yeah. Well, did by that point, did you feel like maybe you had a little bit of a target on your back? Uh I mean, I think if you're ranked, you should feel that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I never, I never looked at the other rankings. Really, mm-hmm. no. I mean, I don't know. I didn't feel like I had a target. I knew yeah. I was going to play his best no matter what. Mm-hmm. Which is good. That's what I wanted. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, yeah, we'll wrap up here. I'm appreciate you know all your insight this was this was awesome i appreciate it completely different perspective you know from from a lot of the other people i've talked to recently you know four-time state champs or whatever that yeah you know been wrestling or whatever and my my stepdad's uh grandson is uh the 103 pounder for union laporte city right now oh really okay and he's a, he was an undefeated state champion as a freshman, and he's got he's got pretty high hopes of being an undefeated four timer in the state mm-hmm. aisle. Mm-hmm. So I'm really rooting for him. Yeah, same here. Good luck to him the rest of the way. You know, I know that's a big mountain to climb, but hey, I mean, if he 
And Jace Hedman, you'll have to follow him now. Yeah. Yes, I will. Yes, I will. Um, <laughs> you know, at least though, you know, he can always reach out to you. Someone who's been there, done that. I mean, not four times, but you've been there. You've won it. He's been there, done it now. <laughs> but, you know, with a little more out of pressure, you know. And. Uh, yeah, my. I mean, my biggest goal, that was probably my biggest disappointment was Independence has never had a two-time state champion. And that was after I won in my junior year. That was my only goal. Mm-hmm. I came up short they still haven't had a two-time state champion crazy and that like with, with all crazy. the kids that have come through yeah <laughs> you know with like uh clint straw that came through and yeah gosh there was someone i thought straw uh, was a one-timer um uh, i'm drawing a blank on the other recent one that he kept getting beat by the centerville kid uh, i can't think of his name but you know he was right there a couple times and man. And then the Fank brothers, they both. Yeah. Won. Yes. Yes. Kyle yep. and, and Ryan. Yep. So I, I went back in and wrestled Ryan. Really? And the coach is like, I got to worry. He's slippery. You put him in a cradle and he can get out of a cradle. Like <laughs> what the hell? I never seen a dude that big be that flexible. <laughs> really? Yeah, he was super flexible. Dang. And you're, you know, like we've talked about, you're, someone said you're strong as an ox. So to get out of your grip and your cradle would be. Well, I thought it was over with and he <laughs> got out of it. But no, they're good kids, great family. Mm-hmm. Ron followed me through our, my career and was a big supporter too. Like, as awesome guys. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. So anyway, yeah. Uh, I appreciate you giving your perspective. This was awesome. You know, it's amazing how good you became so fast and how electric, like I said, you were electric, the most electric guy that I remember coming up through the ranks growing up. So I appreciate you just taking some time to sit down. I know you're busy with the, you know, the kids, the fair. So easy to talk about wrestling man country folks can survive cause you can't stop us out and you can't make a run but when the old boys raise own shotgun we say grace and we say ma'am if you ain't into that we don't give a damn thanks again for listening to this episode of the let's talk wrestling podcast Special thanks to my guest, Ben Lehman, for taking some time to sit down and chat with me. Cover art created and designed by Kristen Gill. Please feel free to rate, comment, and subscribe to this podcast. I'm also happy to announce you can find the Let's Talk Wrestling podcast on Amazon Music and Audible. You can also check me out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat to hear more of my content. And as always, be sure to tune in to hear the next guest of the Let's Talk Wrestling podcast. Take care, and we will see you next time. Country